I'm Sarah. I'm Shruti. And I'm Grace. And we're the Book Hoes. This week, we are joined by a very special guest, our friend Kate, and she will be joining us a little later on in the episode because first, we are going to be talking about what we've read this week. Uh, Shruti, what did you read this week? So this week, I finished Written in the Stars by Alexandria Belafour. Um, this, I mentioned this last week, it is a Pride and Prejudice retelling with where Darcy is actually a girl. Um, I found, I read the last like couple chapters with the ending. I liked it. It was really good. I gave it four stars on Goodreads. Um, I just don't like Pride and Prejudice, I guess, because I mean, it was good. I had fun. It was just not like, I didn't like it as much as the next book I read, which was Hang the Moon, which is the second book in the series. And it's about Darcy's brother, Brendan, and Darcy's best friend. And it's basically a friend, it has a lot of friends to lovers vibes. Um, there was an, there's only one bed situation. Um, Annie, who is the heroine, is bisexual. And there's like this little moment where her and Elle from the previous book have like a bye high five, which I thought was really cute. Um, and I really, really loved Hang the Moon. And I think it's because the hero was excellent in this book because he's a cinnamon roll. He like totally believes in love. He's a total romantic. He love grand, he loves grand gestures and he loves rom-coms. But then also he can like turn into this like super filthy, like hero, romantic hero and like well, sex, super sexy things. And I was like, yes, this is what I want in a romance. A cinnamon roll hero who is also very good at the sex. This is, this is what we want in a book boyfriend. Well, he's um, been, he'd been, he's been like holding a candle for the girl right. for a while. Right. Cause they mentioned yeah. that in written in the stars. Yeah. So he had a crush on her like when he was young. Um, so he it's he's actually younger. So it is a younger hero situation but yeah he had a crush on her forever because obviously um his sister's best friend um and it was really funny because he has like kind of a glow up because they haven't seen each other in a couple years so like she first time she sees him he's like wait he's hot um so yeah there's a little bit of that like pining situation on his end um I really liked also how Annie's journey was more about like you know figuring out what she wanted and like where she wanted to be um and I liked how there was a little separation towards the end but it was very much like it was very much no plot, just vibing. It's very soft, no, very low angst. Um, it was just a good time. I enjoyed it. Um, I really, really loved it. I literally just finished it right before hopping on to this call. Um, but I'm probably going to give it five stars because I really, really loved it. And I think this book and uh, People We Met on Vacation are so far my best, my favorite reads of 2021. So I, yeah, I really loved it. And I'm pretty sure Alexandria Belfort is going to be writing a book about Margot as well that would make sense to me um who is Elle's roomie and best friend so oh, I'm, I would yes, like that Grace. yeah so and then she's also basically comes Brandon's best friend and like she's gonna be his best woman in his wedding so I was like this is gonna be cute um yeah speaking of I really love the epilogue which was a proposal um and I thought it was like the well, best thing me. I'm not gonna tell you how it happens but well, it's just a proposal it's a romance novel, of course. I know, of I know, but maybe not. I'm not gonna tell you, you how sometimes, sometimes the the epilogue is they're married with kids. You Fine. never know. Sometimes Fine. they don't get married. Sometimes they're just dating. This is true. This is true. Um, in any case, I'm not gonna tell you how it happens, but I'm gonna just say it was excellent. It was very good, and it was perfectly in character. Um, and I really enjoyed it. So yeah, I love that book, and I definitely recommend for all people, especially if you're in a mood for a good romance. In the Moon, Alexandria Belfort. Highly recommend. Um, but yeah, I'm still uh, two books behind in my reading challenge. So hopefully this week I will catch up. I do need to read one last stop, um, but we'll get there. 
I just need to flex. I'm five books ahead in my Me reading too. schedule. This has Whatever. never happened before. Also, my reading goal is only like 40 books, but still, I am so proud of myself. Yeah, I mean, I've read 43 books now, but that's fine. I also, tomorrow is my last day with students, so I will have plenty of time now to read for vacation, so. I'm either going to fall really behind once fall semester starts, or I'm going to push very far ahead because I'm taking a YA materials class, and apparently I'm supposed to read 20 books for this class. I'm hoping that was a lie, a scare tactic, because that's a lot of books. Um, But I I will be reading a lot if it is true, which is good, I guess. I guess um, we'll have to make one of those book our like we're, group. Race. I will not be reading anything else <laughs> if it is the case. Yeah. Um, but what have you been reading this week, Grace? I have not read a whole lot. In fairness to us, we're recording a little earlier in the week than we normally do. I have not read any of One Last Stop since we last recorded, tragically. But I have been listening to the Hammer of Thor audiobook by Rick Riordan, which is the second book in the Magnus Chase, Magnus Chase trilogy, which is part of the Percy Jackson universe. And I really like this one. I like this one better than the first one. I like the first one, but I like this one more. Um, I'm almost done with it. I think I have like three hours left in the audiobook, maybe. And I'm having a really good time. I don't really have much to say about it, except for that it's a good time. Um, I feel like I'm not like as invested in these as I was in like Percy Jackson and Heroes of Olympus and Trials of Apollo, but also those books were longer series. So I was like forced to get invested. Like when you spend that much time with characters, like it's going to happen no matter what, but these are just three. So I don't know if I'll be as invested in the characters in the series by the end as I was with those characters, but we'll see. We will see. Do you think you'll read the Kane Chronicles? I do think I'll read the Kane Chronicles, but they're not, obviously, like, I have to, I started off with audiobooks. I have to keep going with audiobooks. I have to compare all these narrators, create a hierarchy at the end. Of course. No one cares, but I do, and I have to do this. But the Kane Chronicles are not on Libby or Hoopla in audiobook. But the other day, I was like, I wonder if they're on YouTube, and I think they are. So that's probably how I'll listen to them. That or I'll get a play away from... (laughs) from the library which is just like an mp3 a little mp3 player and go old school with it but there you I'm go determined to listen to it not read it because I live in the future Sarah what have you read this week I also did not read too much this week because um as Grace said it has been a shorter time but I did finish reading One Last Stop by Casey McQuiston and I loved it So I won't say anything else, though. I'm only saying that to entice you to read it so you can listen to our discussion episode that will be out on June 28th. So definitely read it and then also send us your thoughts um, because we'd love to hear them and uh, talk about them in our discussion episode, too. But other than that, um, I haven't actually started reading anything, but I did. I did download the King of Scars audiobook. So I have that. I keep meaning to start it, but I'm kind of procrastinating because I'm scared I'm not going to like it like I didn't the first time I read it. But maybe the audio last time I was reading it like in book form and I was also like in I was still it was like my senior year of college. I had so much going on. I did not have time to dedicate to it. So I feel like that was why I didn't really like it the first time. 
Also, I feel like it's more similar to the Grisha trilogy than Six of Crows, um, which I don't know if I'm going to love, but uh, I'm giving it a shot. I'm doing it for Nikolai um, and Zoya and, you know, Nina and the gang. So uh, I'm hoping I'll have a good time and maybe I'll actually start listening to it this week. Who knows? You got to tell us how that goes. Yeah, you do. I also feel like audiobooking, once again, here Mm -hmm. I am to talk about audiobooks. I feel like it's easier to get through an audiobook it is. than it is a book. It is. Yeah, definitely. Especially when I, this time audiobooking the Grisha trilogy, I think I actually enjoyed it more than when I read it like in book form. So yeah. I don't know. I'm hoping that's the case with King of Scars too, but I want to do it while I'm still like fresh off having read the Grisha trilogy and Six of Crows. So it's all like fresh in my mind because again, the last time I read it, it had been a while since I finished both of those. And I think that also might've contributed to why I didn't love it. But, you know, it's, it's a fresh start. It's been like two years, three. Oh, my God. Two years. It's been two years. So who knows? Yeah, that's smart to do it mm-hmm. when you've just read the others. I'm not doing that. I should. But I'm not. <laughs> but it's smart. <laughs> I will keep you all updated. I just realized I have one other thing to add. And it is that. Um, so I'm almost done with the Hammer 4. I have a hold on the third audiobook which is uh, ship of the dead ship of the dead is what the third one is called and i hope that it gets in before saturday because i will be driving a lot on saturday and i will need an audiobook but if it doesn't get in on saturday shruti i might be listening to the pollen book on in the car instead which for those of you who do not know is romancing mr bridgerton yeah the fourth yeah, book in the bridgerton series the but yes. yes yes that's fair yeah. But uh, don't hold your breath because it may not happen. But it also may happen. We'll see. It's going to happen eventually, so it's fine. One day, yeah, yeah. Grace will just show up to the podcast being like, okay, I finally did it. I finally read the book. And then yeah. I'll be scared, but she hates it. But that's fine. Shruti, Shruti held me at gunpoint the whole time, <laughs> but I read it. <laughs> All right. Now for a quick word from our sponsors. And we're back. All right, so we are now back with our very special guest. Kate, do you want to introduce yourself? Um, I'm Kate. I'm a Gemini. Uh, and I'm just a friend of the book hose. I'm honored to be here. Yes, we're, we're honored to have you. We are For someone who is illiterate, being on a book podcast <laughs> is like <laughs> an accomplishment. She's like our, uh, our token illiterate friend. I'm just kidding. Uh, but um, yeah, Kate is here because as our... Uh, Zodiac expert, I guess, because what we're going to be doing today is uh, assigning books to Zodiac signs. So we gave Kate some books and she has not read them except for one, you said. And so she is giving them a Zodiac sign based on the vibes. And then we'll also contribute our thoughts on that too, even though we probably don't know as much as Kate. So let's get started. Grace, do you want to do the list, I guess? Sure. We'll just go like book by book. Yeah, yeah. That sounds good. Okay, so first book that I suggested is, of course, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe by C.S. Lewis. Because uh, it's the quintessential Grace book. Yes. Yes. I decided uh, Lion, Witch, and Wardrobe, which I haven't read. I've seen the movies, but I have never read the books. Capricorn. <laughs> that makes sense. Okay. Because Capricorn is like a winter, yeah. it's like a winter sign, but it's also like an earth sign. And I feel like those books are just really like they're steady like you can lean on them 
yeah, they're yeah, good. Yeah, they're going to yeah. come through for you. They've got something for everybody. They'll hold up. They'll hold it up. I like that explanation. I, I was too. skeptical at first when you said Capricorn, but now that you make the mention, I'm like, wait a minute, I can see it. it. And it's sense. a little bit divisive. Like, I feel like people are really divisive about Capricorns. Yeah, and I feel that's like, true. It, like when you tell somebody, like I see it every day, Grace says her favorite book is Behind the Witch in the Wardrobe. <laughs> and then everybody's like, what? But then it's like, oh, I get it. Like, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it comes through. Yeah. Yeah. I support this. The movie is a, is a Sagittarius. So oh, for sure. The, the movie is dramatic as hell. Am I allowed well, to like It was born. Can I it say hell? Born in Sagittarius. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we curse all yeah. the time. You can say yeah, whatever you fine. want. Yeah, literally. <laughs> okay, the next book I sent was Tweet Cute. Tweet Cute. I am reading Tweet Cute. Um, Grace lent me this book in like a <laughs> Thanksgiving of last year. Yeah, yeah, it was Thanksgiving. <laughs> so when I say I'm illiterate, I'm like halfway through this book. <laughs> But um, I decided Tweet Cute. Oh my God, wait, did I not put Tweet Cute on my list? I don't think I did, but I decided uh, it was a cancer. I think okay. I decided that in my head. Cancer, because it's summer and it's just sweet. Um, I feel like it's probably going to make me cry at some point, but like in a really fun way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I okay. think it's just soft and sweet. And I, I vibe with that. Yeah. It's also very I like family oriented, I feel like. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Something, that's a good obviously, point. but the sort of like underscore of cancers is like a, a really loving family oriented sort of thing. And I feel like that works. That makes I sense. like that. Yeah. And it fits because Grace is also a cancer. I oh, am. Exactly. Yes. You sure I was time? really, I wasn't entirely sure what you guys signs were, but I had like an idea and I was like, I can't, I have to pick good books for them. Like I have to put good <laughs> ones on these. <laughs> we appreciate it. <laughs> okay. Next book is Six of Crows. I did not give Kate a summary for The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe or Tweet Cute because I knew she would she would know. But I did give a summary for Six of Crows. Here is what my like one to two sentence summary was. It was six more like great characters that you will end up wanting to die for by the end of the book must come together to complete an impossible task. Think Guardians of the Galaxy, but why a fantasy? Six of Crows is an Aquarius. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay weird yeah. and very thorny on the outside like every Aquarius I know Aquarius is just terrifying like they all are just weird and so yeah. out there but once you know them for like 20 minutes you want to die for them that's so true and have you seen well and also speaking of on the outside the six of crows hardcover so the outside underneath the dust jacket the outside was black and they also stained the edges of the pages black so the whole book is like so your description totally fits <laughs> wait that's so cool yeah i want that book now like it's, not even to read it I just it's have so it. cool i'll i'll let you borrow that one too and yeah. i'll get it back for for christmas <laughs> yeah <laughs> Okay, next is You Deserve Each Other. I should probably be saying the author names by Sarah Hogle. It is a lovers to enemies to lovers romance where Naomi, extremely chaotic, stages a series of pranks against her equally chaotic fiance in hopes he will break off their marriage, preventing her from being stuck in this relationship and having to pay for the wedding. Aries. Yeah. All over the place, chaotic. Mm. A little bit on the childish side. Like, I feel like it's probably YA, right? No. No. Oh, really? <laughs> it's adult, adult romance oh, or like new adult. I don't know. It, it feels YA to me, but it is. That's fair. Yeah, it's, it's incredibly fair. chaotic. So, yeah. <laughs> Chaos, fire sign. Just. We, Chaos. we had put 
We had tried to put the characters from You Deserve Each Other into... The main character is a Gemini. Yeah, I claim her as a Gemini because... Sarah decided that then. Yes, because she... I related to her a little too much. But no, also, I can see the book as a whole as Aries. I agree with that. What did we say Nicholas was? Did we say Capricorn? Yeah, we might have. I feel like that is an entirely chaotic combination that... It it is. It Together is. definitely makes yeah. sense. You know what? Wait a minute. Yeah, wait a minute. Wait, I'm wait. a Gemini and my boyfriend's a Capricorn. Well, so I was actually I just gonna it. say how does that work? My mom was a, is there sorry. My mom is a Gemini and my dad is a Capricorn, but they are divorced now. So Oh, oh <laughs> no, 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 there's that. There's that. <laughs> it works better, better luck than you, you think Sarah. for me, but not for Grace's parents, I guess. Oh, it didn't. <laughs> I can see where it would be hit or miss. Yeah. Did it work out okay? I, is it a spoiler to ask if it worked out okay for them and you deserve each other? It did. It does. It did. Okay, yes. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, they're not like canonically those signs, so maybe we're wrong, but in our mind, I trust that's your what vibes. They are. Yeah. yeah. That's all any of this is, is a vibe check. It is. It is. Yeah. It's all just vibes. All right. Next is The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo by Taylor Jenkins Reid which is about a journalist who is tasked with interviewing famous actress Evelyn Hugo, think Marilyn Monroe type, in what she thinks is going to be the feature of the magazine she works at, but what turns into a tell-all memoir that Evelyn is only giving the rights to to this up-and-coming journalist who can't figure out why she specifically is being chosen to write the memoir. Also surprisingly gay and very fucking depressing. (laughs) I feel like this book is a Sagittarius. I, I can okay. see that. part of it. Part of it is because in my head, like somewhere it's connected to Taylor Swift. Like everybody yeah. that I know who's read this book is a, like a huge Swifty. And so it, <laughs> there's the connection there, the Sagittarius there. But I also just feel like it is so wild. Like every time I hear somebody talk about this book, it sounds like a different book. Yeah. But in that same like glitzy, dramatic vein of things. I feel like Sagittarius are just so dramatic. Everything is the end of the world. Everything is a big production. Yeah. And I feel that it's the vibes this one gives me. I can see Evelyn, the main character. Well, I guess like one of, I don't know. If, I guess she's the main character. Yeah. With being the a Sagittarius. Character. Yes. The titular character. I can see her being a Sagittarius. Definitely. So I can see that for this book. All I know about Sagittarius is that they're supposed to be messy. And I know that because Laura yeah. Tells, yeah. says it every day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But in Evelyn, she's she's pretty messy. She's pretty messy. This we book is her. a pretty she's messy pretty book. Messy. Yeah. yeah, it's, it's, a, it's messy. a super messy book. It's also, I have this thing where I, for some reason, just decided I didn't want to read Seven, Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. And when I was making my list, I actually put Daisy Jones and the Six down for a Gemini. And I thought that was funny because like Ooh. Gemini and Sagittarius are their sister signs. And they're like sort of go hand in hand, but they're also opposite. Mm. And I feel like those two books are, they're the same author, right? Yeah. 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 I feel like they're, I really want to read Daisy Jones and the Six. And I feel like it's the same kind of every time I hear someone talk about it, it's completely different, but in a different way from Evelyn Hugo. Yeah. That one's interesting. Shruti and I have read it. Neither they have a lot of thoughts on it. it. I haven't read it yet. Yeah, it's very I do feel. Yeah. I do feel like it is very Gemini vibes, It is. Though. Yeah, I can see that. Even, even though I didn't love it, I can still say that as a Gemini, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they both feel just very, like, chaotic, messy, but in, like, different ways 
mm-hmm. still yeah, sort of go together for sure uh another one i sent is the cruel prince series by holly black because as we know i refuse to call it folk of the air because i just don't want to um it is about a human girl who is raised in the fairy world which is actually very dark and she becomes a power hungry bitch in an enemies to lovers relationship <laughs> with local fairy bad boy tm who btw has a tail <laughs> i don't know this is a fairy thing but i struggled with this one so hard and all it's I a hard one to place all I could come up with was Pisces, because, like, those are the weirdest people, <laughs> but in a different way from Aquarius. Like, they're weird in an, in an approachable way, and I feel like the whole fairy thing, like, makes this book a little more approachable, and then you get close to it, because I read, I was reading your description, I was like, okay, okay, okay. I feel like that's a little bit of the Pisces vibe. The closer you get, the weirder it gets. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds yeah. about right. Yeah. That's, that sounds about right. <laughs> It's Especially a pretty weird tale. book. Yeah, yeah, it's a pretty, it's a pretty weird book. It's such an. I've also seen you guys talk about this book so much, and I had no idea that any of this was what it was. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I just like kind of looped it in with like the Six of Crows and stuff. I think somewhere in my head, I thought it was part of those books. It's so funny you say that because our friend Jenna, this was several months ago. She was like trying. She we were. I was like telling her about Six of Crows and how she should read it. I don't know. I think I was telling her she should read something and she was like oh, okay so I read the Grisha trilogy and then six of crows and then <laughs> the cruel prince comes after right and I was like <laughs> no that's something different Jenna it's not related I'm very sorry you should have just been like yes yeah just yes, yes. I should have. Yes. I should have. Don't question. Like, six of crows like, is Nicolai part of the Grisha trilogy right <laughs> yeah it's a spin-off of the Grisha trilogy okay. yeah so you got that everyone I know has read those books and it wasn't until like shadow and bone came out like and yeah. all of the Grisha stuff started like mm-hmm. getting talked about more that I realized those books were the same series yeah. I thought they were two completely different things mm-hmm. for years now they're very different they take place in the same world but they have very different vibes and different characters too and so different like, characters, they are yeah. different series mm-hmm. but they yeah. take place okay yeah, in the same like fantasy universe there is a large overlap of fans between the Grishaverse and Cruel Prince though so I can see why you would think that that they're all the same <laughs> At least I'm not crazy. No. No. Okay, the last one that I sent Kate was Lemonade Mouth. Um, Shruti suggested I send this to Kate. And I said, Shruti just suggested Lemonade Mouth, which is indeed a book. And Kate said, Lemonade Mouth is a book with three <laughs> question marks and two exclamation points. In all I did not know. Yes, it is definitely a book. I mean- and I feel like I had probably definitely seen a book before, but I assumed it was like like a Disney novelization. So yeah, the author actually wrote a sequel to the original after the movie came out. Wait, um, really? to like obviously get off the hype. But yeah, but it was still based off of the books. But yeah, was it good? Um, the second one wasn't as good as the first one. The first one, the first book is actually better than the movie, in my opinion. Really? And I love the movie. So yes, I'm gonna have to find this and actually read it. I had also put Lemonade Mouth as a cancer because, it's, mm. again, like it's very found family, very like uh, relationship oriented in a more, I feel like, sort of a platonic way. Like there's mm-hmm. there's elements of romance, but it's it's found family. It's very platonic. And it makes me cry like a baby. But it's it's like comforting and it feels like being around a cancer. Like they're just good friends. They're good people. The happy it. movie that also yeah. makes me cry. <laughs> 
Yeah, book, that sounds sorry. Right. I said movie right there. <laughs> the book and the movie do have the same vibes, so that matches. I was hoping it did. I didn't want to get yeah. here and then you'd be like, oh, the book sucks. This is bad. <laughs> I, I filled in some of the blanks with the signs because I felt like we shouldn't leave anybody out. Ooh. I don't, I don't want to make the book host listeners hate me. <laughs> I don't know. Um, it's a tough listeners. They, no, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Our last, our last episode, we had a lot of hot takes. So I'm sure. Yeah, this yeah, one. yeah. This I feel one, like you guys yeah. always have hot takes, but you guys are fun. Like they come here to listen to That's you. True. They're not here to listen to me. <laughs> and so, like, if they want to hate anybody, it's gonna be me. No, you know, I, it's okay. If they listen, they're not allowed to, last, to hate you. Yeah, you'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. Listen to last week's episode. They'll be like rooting against us. So I think <laughs> they'll support you. <laughs> so I put a good beat right here. Yeah, exactly. The the ones we didn't have a Taurus, and I. That was the Hunger Games for me. That makes sense. Because I feel like it's, again, like, it's a very, like, it's held up. Taurus is an earth sign. It's a really, it's easy to fall back on. Tauruses are also, like, there's, the joke is that they're really materialistic. And I (laughs) just thought that was funny because, like, the capital and all of the the shiny distraction stuff. Um, And also Katniss is a, a, I've had, like, a lot of caffeine today. Uh, (laughs) Katniss is like a canonical Taurus. Her birthday's May 8th. Um, and that's one that's of the only yeah. like canonical birthdays that I don't have a beef with. Like I hate when authors put in birthdays because they're never right. Um, <laughs> and that's one of the only ones that I agree with. Yeah, I can definitely see that as a Taurus. And I feel like I, I feel like I did hear that, that Katniss's birthday. I feel like I read that somewhere. So I was like, wait a minute, that makes so much sense. Yeah, she has the same birthday as my best friend. So it was something I always remembered. Wow. Um, I feel like... I it feel I feel like the Hunger Games also, like specifically the first book, gives me like earthy vibes, you know? Yes. Yeah. Like it makes me think of green, the color green. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, red, white, and royal blue. Everyone talks about this book so much and yells at me to read this book so much that I felt like I couldn't make this list and then not put it on it. And I feel like it's a Leo because it is like red, white, and royal blue is that bitch. Yeah, it is. It is. Absolutely. That, yeah, spot on. This is like, this is the book. This is the one, like, every time I see anybody ask for book recs, like, this is the first one there. If it hasn't been something that everybody knows they've already read, this is, it's just the book. She's the bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It's ironic because I haven't read that one yet, but really? <laughs> yes, I need to read it and it will happen. I haven't soon. read it either, uh, in fairness. So, yeah. Wow. I know. But I, yeah. Who are these people? Look. And I mean, as the Leo, that, that, yeah. But soon. Soon. We'll both get there one day. One day when I finally yeah. finish Tweet Cute and mail it back to Grace. Um, <laughs> <and> then, <laughs> then I'll hold on to red, white, and royal blue for a year. And yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Library of Grace is very forgiving. Yes. I haven't lent someone a book. I have like this little like library set for Sarah and Trudy who don't know. I have like this little thing. Because, you know, my friend was like, happy birthday. Here it is. Um, it's like this, like, card catalog thing that you put in the back of a book. And you put, like, a card in it. And it has the due date. And, like, mm-hmm. it says, like, property of grace or whatever. And I was like, this is so great. Oh, that's so I'm not going to use this because no one that I'm friends with reads physical books. <laughs> <laughs> so Kate is, like, the only person who has taken advantage of it. She's Actually, one patron. of my friends at work. 
did too. So I've used it twice. I, I need know. to. It made me feel more. so special. That was like my favorite thing in the world. When you it made me that. feel special to use it. <laughs> it was just like the most grace thing that you could have possibly said when we were talking about the, the book and borrowing it. Of course you have your own card catalog. Yes, of course. Of course. Of course. If anybody has a library, it would be Grace. Yeah. I am a library in. <laughs> <laughs> um, for, for Virgo, I also, I don't know if this is out yet. Uh, it's the only poetry book that made my list, but this uh, girl I've been reading for a while, her name is Rhiannon McGavin. She has one coming out called Grocery Store Poems, Grocery List Poems. And like Virgos and the whole organization thing. That makes That's sense. really all I've got. It was just, I read the, um, the title for this book and was like, oh my God, I need to gift this to like every Virgo I know. <laughs> yeah, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> um, beach read, Libra, I feel like. Okay, okay. What I gathered from the summary is that neither of these people want to be in love. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Want to really be here feels very air sign, uh, but it also feels sort of dramatic. Like yes. it ends up pretty dramatic, yeah. and I feel like Libras are like very chill on the surface. They seem like they're super easygoing people, and then you get into a situation with them, and it is the most like meltdown prone person you've ever met. Yeah. Yeah, that's very I've met, I know Libras. Yeah, <laughs> like that. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah, was, definitely. That was the vibes I got from it. Yeah, Those are the vibes of the book. Dreams. Yeah, yeah, because she like going through it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> she's going through it. They're both like authors, right? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. I guess yep. the guy's going through it too, but you don't really realize that because it's not from yeah. this point of view. You don't know that till like towards the end, but he is. So, but it, does it work out for them in that one? Yes, it does yes. very much so. And then the only one left is uh, Scorpio, and. Scorpios are going to be the ones that hate us but I feel like everybody right now on my timeline is reading this one book the Ice Age Planet Barbarians book the blue alien sex book the what what is it called Wait, what Ice Age Planet Barbarians is the name of this book that sounds I know what your timeline is reading I know at least four <laughs> people who are reading this right now how have I not seen this Wait, I'm looking Age this up on Goodreads right Barbarians. now yeah, I have never, I have not heard of and this. I feel like this is something I would have heard it's of. the Blue Alien Sex book. This is definitely something that I would have read. Like, why is it not I, showing honestly, up on Goodreads? I'm surprised you haven't. I found it. I'll send it in. On Goodreads? Yes, yeah, send it in the group chat. I Who, who is reading this that you know? Kate? Yeah, I think was reading this. The same Liz was reading this. Like, several other people on my timeline have been talking about it. Who? I have never seen this book in my life. This is a wild time. I don't know where it this, came from. This definitely sounds like something. This is a, this was published in 2015. This definitely sounds like a romance book, Twitter book to me. Um, See, nobody, like Becca doesn't read romance novels. She reads like, uh, she's a big Grisha person. Like she reads all like fantasy apocalyptic stuff. So I don't know how she sci-fi. got her hands on this. Is it erotica I'm it's 88 pages it's under two I, I keep getting like snippets of it's it erotica. I think she's been texting heather 
and I just get like bits in it the group chat. It definitely feels like there. it's yeah, it's definitely erotica. It's about banging a blue a- alien. It's definitely erotica. It's Scorpio. This is, this is so funny. This does Kate have very like, Scorpio energy. Kate was like, "This is the book that people are reading," and yeah. um, she was and like, "We all had never heard of the book." People don't know like, book. People, <laughs> you're like everyone's talking about this book. God, you guys. The other day, this a similar thing happened to me the other day where my coworker was talking to like someone at the library and she was like, have you heard of this book? And it was erotic. And I'm like, are you going to do this at the library? <laughs> and, the, and the person <laughs> was like, no, but everyone on book talk is talking about it. And I was just thinking to myself, I am on a completely different side of book talk than this girl is because I've never heard of this book in my life. <laughs> that might be where, that might be where Becca found it. I don't know. That's but I feel so like she funny. started talking about it and then I saw so many other people be like the blue alien sex book. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to look up this book. The only Scorpio I know is my sister and this looks like something she would read. You know Jess too. Jess is a Scorpio. Uh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah. This looks like Jess something Jess would also read. Definitely Jess's, yeah, yeah. Wait, here, I found a tweet. Okay, so what's the weird alien porn book everyone is talking about? Apparently everyone's talking about it. It has 22,000 ratings. This is very interesting. I don't know if it's good. Yeah, I can go up. Average rating is 3.8. Yeah. I have a feeling that if you want to read an alien sex book, it is a good book. It is blowing up. You're not wrong. How did I miss all these tweets? All I did is put blue alien into the Twitter search bar and it's blowing up. (laughs) One. Yeah, I can go out tonight or I can read smut about a blue alien barbarian. that or going out it must be a popular book if that's a real real choice to make i found one with like the miranda cosgrove meme where it's like that and the first <laughs> oh, one is 10 year old me enjoying a movie about a blue alien man and then the second one is 22 year old me enjoying a blue <laughs> alien book what's the first tweet what's the first part in reference to avatar the avatar i think oh yeah. okay I yeah. think avatar, I yeah. that's the only other blue alien I yeah know. I've never yeah. seen Avatar because I watched Ferngolian's Dead. It's the same movie. Um, Jessica, three years ago, gave a good review of it. Five stars. And she said, well, dot, dot, dot. That was different. XD. <laughs> <laughs> the XD it, really makes it. It does. And she gave it five stars. So Apparently, I he has her. a tail. The alien has oh, a tail. He also has a tail? Oh my gosh, yes. the fans. I feel like I knew that. Does, I assume he uses it. <laughs> I you, mean, um, we should make one of those lists where it's like, if you like this book, read this. If you like The Cruel Prince because of the tale, read what is it called? Blue Alien. I say it. I planned it. I planned it. I planned it. Barbarian. I thought it had Blue Alien. Got in zero words right, but I appreciate <laughs> your attempt. It's a series, also, by the way. In case- it's a series? Yeah, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Oh, oh my god, god, there's a lot. Oh god, there's um, forty-five. Usually, I so I have a feeling that what books? this is forty-five, but twenty of them no, no, are no, primary. No, no. So what? you have to yes, because what's happening is every book has an epilogue. Okay, there's twenty. Every book there's has an epilogue. Books. Yeah, and every book is about a different couple because this is how it works. Um, yes, I have a Shirley, feeling. Educate us. I have a feeling, knowing what I know about alien romances, it's probably where like this group of girls were all kidnapped at the same time, and like, it is. different aliens it is. It is. felt that they were their soulmate, and so it's going through all of the girls and all of their alien soulmates. Plot twist: Shruti, Shruti wrote these books, and that's how she knows. 
I think that or I just really know alien romance books. So I like it better if you wrote them. These books are by Shruti. Sure. This is this is really my pen name. Teacher by day, author of alien smut books at night. Exactly. I can't imagine a better dream. That's the life. I think this book blew up on book talk too, because I'm seeing a lot of tweets about Maybe that's what I sound. I I can't believe I brought something new. I know. Yeah. (laughs) We appreciate it. We do. And I almost didn't include this. Like that was mostly as a joke. I'm so glad (laughs) you did. I I needed to learn about this. Yeah, this is our next group read, actually. (laughs) You heard it here first. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait for that episode. Yeah. Okay. Everybody's review has to have an XD in it. Yes. 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 That's the episode title, XD. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Before we finish, uh, Kate, where can we find you on social media? I am on Twitter uh, at Rodrigo Swift because the whole thing is just Olivia Rodrigo and Taylor Swift. It's all I ever talk about. And my Instagram is Peachy Kate. Uh, it's Peachy with an IE, and there's a little period between the two words. Well, go follow her for some fire tweets and Instagram posts. But that is all for this episode. Thank you all so much for listening. And thank you, Kate, for joining us and for introducing us to the Blue Alien sex book <laughs> yes, that we all need yes. in our lives. It has been my pleasure. <laughs> I can't wait to hear your reviews. Perfect. If you have any thoughts about what books you would categorize into Zodiac Signs, you can send them to us on Instagram at Pod, And you can also send, this, send them to us on Twitter at TheBookHose. You can always send us an email at bookhosepod at gmail.com, but you should also leave a rating and write a review and then share the podcast with all of your friends. And don't forget to read along with us this month for our June group read, which is One Last Stop by Casey McQuiston. Our discussion episode will be out on June 28th. So read along and you can listen then and you can also send us your thoughts at any of the places we just mentioned and we'll talk about them in the episode. All right. Thank you all so much for listening. And thank you again, Kate. Have a great rest of your day. Bye. Bye.